0: You have a column that is up at sltrib.com. And, uh, Gordon, uh, it, uh, I don't agree with you per se, but I thought it was a well-written column. Oh, well, thank you, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I thought your periods were in the right place. Your commas <laughs> were, were terrifically spread throughout the entire, uh, the entire piece. So I congratulate well, you on that.
1: Just a week ago, I wrote a column saying they will play again, they will play again, they will play again, being all on the optimistic side. And they will play again, but as I have gained more and more information about what's going on out there in the real world, uh, I have uh, come to the conclusion that they should just punt on the thing and go into the summer doing what they do in the summer and uh, take another run at it uh, next season. That's uh, I, I, just what makes sense to me. For all kinds of reasons that we can get into later, and I'm sure you have reasons for disagreeing. Uh,
0: I think being a you know isolated Gordon, so to speak, is, is damaging your psyche. Do do <laughs> do we need to be worried about you on a scale of of zero being uh, normal, sane, level headed Gordon Monson? To ten being uh, Jack from uh, what's that movie? You know, uh, here's Johnny. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Shining. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. uh, where? What? What number are we at right now?
1: Well, wait a minute. I was the one that was giving tips for good sound mental well-being yesterday, and I got shot down like I was some sort
0: of Pollyanna. And today, right? and today the world's ending. <laughs> y- you see why I'm a little concerned. <laughs> One day you're meditating, and, and the next day it's just you close down the world. Now, what did you think of my list
1: yesterday that I borrowed from Dr. Uh, Brad uh, somebody? What, what, what'd you what do you think
0: of that? I don't know. I tuned out at about minute eight of the discussion. <laughs> to,
1: well, to Locke be was taking, taking buckshot at it left and right, and I thought, man, here's here. Johnny. Here I am trying to lift everyone up, give everyone a little help. I got a funny uh, text from PK, too, saying, uh, don't let that affirmation crab get to you, essentially. He said, the way you are has served you well for a number of decades. <laughs> so I texted back and I said, don't worry, PK, you can count on me. You can, you can, you can look in the mirror and say it, you can.
0: Count on you being negative? Is that what? Or not having a positive outlook? Or
1: being that was, gloom
0: and that, doomy? That I don't
1: was irony that I was telling him he could count on me to be uh, something of a pessimist, and I was using the affirmation language to enable his trust to be back. At, <laughs>
0: never mind. And then you write a pessimistic column. So what? PK's pulling the strings?
1: <laughs> no, I could change my mind a little bit if I want from week to week based on what a, PK a flowing thinks? situation. No, based on what the information that's that's around me. I mean, I Jake really. Uh, let me ask Austin this. Austin, if you were had to bet your fortune on whether there will be an NBA season or not, would or should which way would you bet?
0: Well, which? What is the question? Would or should? Uh, would. Uh, I would bet there will be.
1: Really. Okay.
0: Now, season in meaning they'll play more games left in this season. Be that a postseason or whatever, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll bet they. I'll in bet they'll finish this not. season. Yes.
1: Okay. So, do you think they should? If 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 it goes into say June.
0: No. If it's wanna, in June, they no.
1: Restart it. Uh huh.
0: Nope, if it's in June, that's it. Sorry.
1: Well, let's should we save it for the split story of the day? Real yeah, quick, Yeah, We'll save it. it. But I want to say, I love the NBA. I love professional basketball. I love covering it. I love seeing it. I love the effect it has on this community. The Utah Jazz are one of the greatest unifiers in this community. A community split by blue and red, and it, and, and purple. And, and and it brings everybody together, and I have great respect for the effect it has on the community. I want to see basketball played. I just, under these circumstances, I have serious doubts whether it would or should.
0: Well, should, I don't feel qualified to answer, so... I, I don't know. And I had a conversation with somebody with a member of our staff, uh, Jeremy Potter, our, our great engineer, before, uh, before we came on. And this is a situation where things change, are changing by the minute. And I'm not talking about just numbers with the virus itself, but how people are reacting to it right down to, to research that's going into treatments, right down to manufacturing that's manufacturing respirators. I mean, things, things change so much and not to mention that we don't understand fully what we're dealing with to begin with, I I just am am hesitant to make I, I don't I don't know if it's necessary to just go ahead and start, you know, eliminating things. And maybe it becomes that, Gordon. Maybe there's there's maybe a a better than average chance that it becomes that. I just don't think it's necessary to take those steps right now. And I don't know if if the NBA should be taking the lead in in necessarily doing that. But I do, you know, the other side of me thinks I do think it was a good thing to close down the Olympics. And where you might have a point is the NBA, as we discovered, there's a reason it's kind of at the forefront of all this. They're traveling a lot. They're going from different market to different market to different market. You know, things are different in New York City than they are in Salt Lake City, and those guys are are crossing those boundaries. And maybe it would be safe to have uh, some sort of uh, attendance in Salt Lake where it would not be safe in New Orleans. You know, and see, so where see, you have a you can't do that. You can't do that, though. Jake. But no, that's why I'm saying this is where you yeah. have a point. This is oh, where okay. I'm. This All is right. where I'm agreeing with you. Okay. Those those sorts of things are difficult, and those sorts of things are going to take longer than just say, when can I start going to church again? In mm-hmm. enter, you know, name of city here that may have it worse or better than somewhere else. You know, so I I think that's where you have a point. I just want to be careful that we don't eliminate some hope and if sports if sports can give some hope to folks like hey if i if i do my part and i continue to social distance and i continue to be a responsible member of society you know what maybe i can see in the jazz in the playoffs this year hey what what is it hurt to have a carrot out there right
1: yeah i mean but my point is focus on getting this thing taken care of as best as possible and don't worry about that other stuff right now.
0: You think people are, are worried about that? I mean, to the point where it's distracting from their overall well-being?
1: I think that uh, the focus needs to be on conquering this beast.
0: Well, there aren't any games being played. Right. Right now. Why we yeah. are, are... no,
1: And if things stay the way they are right now, then nor should they be, I don't think. Well, no, you know, I'm talking I use, about playing tomorrow. I, I, I use the example. I know that. I know. But I use the example, you know, when World War II broke out and uh, Franklin Roosevelt said, hey, let's keep playing baseball. Well, that war was taking place over in Europe. It was taking place in the Pacific. It uh, wasn't taking place in our neighborhoods. And this war is taking place everywhere. In our neighborhoods, in the homeland, it's all around us.
0: Okay, but that
1: makes it different.
0: I, I agreed, and I, I get—I certainly get your point right there. And thus, there aren't any games being played uh, right now. But this, uh, like, this is going to pass. At some point, we're going to have to start living life again, and I hope that is—that is sooner. Rather than later, but we need we need hope, we need distractions, we need things to look forward to. We do, and and I get it that that it's different. Um, let me actually let me add this to the conversation. It's better for everybody financially, everybody ad- attached to the NBA, right down to sponsors and adver- advertisers. The sooner that we can safely get that going again, the better for everybody, right down to the arena workers, Gordon, and you know that ticket takers, salespeople. I mean, we're talking talking about uh, you know a significant workforce uh including players and coaches and scouts and all those things i mean it's better for everybody that we get life started again uh, you know let's let's not start setting deadlines or starting points until we know what we're dealing with or 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 at very least give folks some hope that that, that this is going to end which it surely is so i don't under, i don't
1: Dreams are I, fine. De, dreams are fine. Delusion is not.
0: I don't think it's delusional to think that the NBA could, could have some sort of playoff this year. I, I don't think that's delusional well, yeah. at this Well, yeah, it,
1: it can happen. Then the question becomes, should it? If it gets to a certain point, then should it kickstart a season that hasn't been played since, uh, since when? The beginning of March. I mean, if it starts up again in June, I mean, it's almost like a whole different season.
0: Okay, but it's a whole different season you can put on TV. Or yeah, it's a whole different yeah. season that it you depends. you can fill arenas and and you hope that people are so enthusiastic about getting back to normal that that could go hand in hand where you and have that's an exciting I mean, I'm not
1: I'm not saying that wouldn't be that I mean, that, if they got find a way to get this thing contained and they can safely, that's a key word that you used in your sentence there, safely. If they could safely do it then then I'm I'm for it. But if there if there are metropolitan areas in this country that are still absolutely at war with this thing and 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 you say or anybody else says, Okay, let's uh let's tip the ball off, let's let's play some ball. I, I, I'm not sure that's the proper appropriate thing to do.
0: Well, listen, there's gonna be no NBA basketball if people are still locked in their houses. I mean that's that's not going to happen.
1: Unless unless, I they, unless they do it in a practice facility that is uh, beamed via TV cameras. I mean, that's been talked about.
0: Yeah. And that's down the road in a couple of months where hopefully things are are a lot different and what would be the matter with that? Well, they've been talking about all kinds of things. Again, it it depends
1: on what's going on in the in the country around us. Uh, That's what it's dependent on in my
0: mind. Gordon, we've talked to all these local businesses uh, this week, a lot of our great sponsors, who have really adapted the way that they do business to operate and continue to serve the public in a safe and responsible manner. I don't understand why the NBA couldn't explore ways to do it differently, to do things differently.
1: if If the season gets absolutely ruptured, then, it, to me, it gets to a point where you can continue on with your business. But a season, I think, is a little more fragile than that. I mean, if you, if you put a season off for two or three months and then restart it, I, I'm not sure it is the same season. I think it's a different season could be a whole different thing you could end up if you have a postseason you could end up with an entirely different result uh based on the fact that nobody was playing ball for three months
0: i guess my response to that and i'm not i'm not trying to be flippant but my response to that i guess would be so because exactly what I'm talking about, we're gonna we're already changing the way things have been done forever, Gordon. I mean, we're we're all changing and adapting, and if you want to call it like a a the, a second season as opposed to the playoffs, I mean, I guess it doesn't make a big of a difference to me. It it is going to be different. Of course, it's going to be different. There there there's no way they get 82 in playoffs in at that uh, at this point, right now, where we're sitting. I don't think that is is possible in the slightest. So it, of course, it's going to be different. It's different with a lockout season I mean we're I guess that's my point I'm saying that everybody's adapting to to survive and and I mean survive is such an extreme word but you know what I mean to, to make the best of this thing why why would the NBA be resistant to that because
1: in this case in a labor strife situation that can be solved boom done fixed I don't think this is going to be fixed that way based on the information that I've seen. And if it can be, then terrific. What do you mean
0: by fixed that way? Elaborate a little bit.
1: Well, uh, labor strife is fixed when the labor strife is over. Right. This thing, how is this thing, uh, I guess I would say it this way, if it could be done in a timely fashion and the thing is, quote, unquote, fixed, whatever that means, coronavirus, if it's fixed, then all right, proceed. But if this thing isn't under control for the next two or three months, maybe longer, then are you still a proponent? I understand that people are hurt by this. This this damn virus is hurting everybody. And it's tragic in some cases with people. And we know what it's doing to the economy. We know what it's doing to Joe and Jill Sixpack who have their, their little shop down on Main Street. I mean, I, I get it. I, I would love for this thing to be. Absolutely eradicated, and let's pick it right back up if we could. I just think this is going to take time, and if it takes too much time, then, then, then I, my suggestion is to focus on uh, taking care of the draft, taking care of the free agencies, and taking care of having a training camp where these guys aren't thrown back on the court to uh, compete in a hurry, and then who knows what happens in that case. That's all. That's my point of view on it. If it can be done and it's done in a responsible, safe manner and it can happen sooner rather than later, then okay, I'm on board with it. But if this is going to go on the way it seems to be, then this idea of picking the season up in three months, I I don't think that's a good idea.
0: Well, I mean, we'll see, because I I don't think we know at this point. Um, I I wish they would talk more about what it means to... open things up again, because when you use words that like eradicate, that concerns me because this, I've, you know, this virus is not going to be eradicated. I mean, the, it, it's but you not, know what it's going to yeah. take years to go away entirely, but, the, but I, I get exactly what you're saying. Mm. And I don't think that, I don't think that, that we can project that at this point. And so I, I don't think, I, I don't think calling for the, the, just complete cancellation of the NBA is necessary. I I don't.
1: I think it might be helpful in regard to taking this thing even more seriously than it's being taken care of now, instead of just sit a, sort of sitting on your hands and thinking, okay, well, this thing uh, might be taken care of quickly, and so let's get back to uh, sports business as usual. The latest report I read, they said that numbers could be rising for several more months. So... I mean when I when I read this stuff I you talk about the unknown well the unknown is part of the problem
0: well see I mean, but ooh. but when you use language like that like people are going to be testing positive uh, for this thing for months yes this this virus isn't going to go away for uh, a year uh, over a year i mean it, it's just not that's not that's not the goal of social distancing that's not the that's not um the the threshold that we're trying to meet uh, the reason for social distancing is not to overwhelm our healthcare uh system and that's where that line is where the the social distancing is necessary that's the, the big problem in italy is they're they're um, their their meta their medical facilities are totally overwhelmed. That's why people are dying because they're not getting medical care. So the idea well, over I think the it's next
1: more than just that though, Jake. It's more than not overwhelming the healthcare system. I think it's not having the well being of your citizens uh, in jeopardy uh, in massive numbers.
0: But that I mean. We're kind of talking about the same thing, and, and considering like neither one of us is, is necessarily qualified to have this discussion, I'm a, I'm a little bit hesitant. But but when we like when we use phrases like eradicate and those sorts of things, if that's the standard, we're never getting back to normal.
1: But you know what I mean when I say that. I, I'm talking about tamping these numbers down to the point where it's somewhat manageable, and it's no longer a threat to the uh, to the greater good.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope I think. And I hope, and this is the optimism in me, uh, optimist in me. I think we can open things up sooner rather than later, but I don't know. And and I I like having you know the the connection. I think that you and I don't make the same on on this uh, on this particular topic. Is you think that. The, the nba leaving its season kind of hanging out there is some sort of negative impact on overall society and i think it's a positive one i think having that there can be a motivator can be kind of a hope you know all the sports fans out there man if we if we do the right thing hopefully we can have some playoffs that would be awesome so i i think that's where our opinions disconnect on this
1: unless unless it, it, it if you had an elongated season where it spilled over into where other activities happen and it has some sort of impact on next season, then I think that's also something to take into consideration.
0: Uh, Gordon, you brought this up at the beginning of the show, but let's let's uh, get into it a little bit. The NCAA will distribute two hundred and twenty-five million dollars to its D one members in June, a whopping three hundred and seventy-five million dollars less then had been budgeted after this pandemic has uh, forced the cancellation of the men's basketball tournament. I certainly have many thoughts on on this, Gordon, but I'm curious to your initial reaction.
1: Well, I mean, it makes sense. This is what you would expect to happen when uh, when the big dance gets canceled. Uh, That's a big, big moneymaker. And uh, this is this is these are difficult times for everybody like we've been talking about. And uh, I imagine that uh, various NCAA members were expecting such, wouldn't you?
0: Well, yeah, and, and who this is particularly damaging to is not necessarily the schools that we think about, but the schools that participate in the NCAA tournament or the conferences that participate in the NCAA tournament where their schools, this is a significant portion of their budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of the Big Sky, you know, the conferences like that where they depend uh, greatly on this money, so they're the ones that are, are going to have to tighten the belt. I, I imagine that uh, you know the SEC and the the Pac-12, uh, they're gonna things are gonna keep moving for them, no problem. It's those other and those basketball only conferences that really suffer from this.
1: So, what do you think the effect is? What uh, when when push comes to shove, right down where the rubber meets the road, what uh,
0: what what happens? Well, see, this is uh, this is actually what I kind of find interesting, Gordon. Is they the NCAA has built in kind of a war chest. They've dipped into their reserve fund, and uh, they've also got an insurance policy that is a uh, uh, event cancellation insurance policy that uh, pays out two hundred and seventy million dollars. Um, the NCAA pulled in last year one billion dollars in revenue. And just for a little um, perspective. Eight hundred and sixty-seven and a half million dollars of that was from the men's basketball tournament, so you can see what uh, a significant portion of the budget that the that the men's basketball tournament makes up, and the the shortfall to these schools actually, Gordon, could be way worse than what we're talking about. So, looking at kind of how the NCAA is prepared uh, for this or this type of event, considering that that preparation has, has been a big topic of conversation seemingly around the ro- uh, world recently. The NCAA actually was was somewhat ready for this, Gordon, and we see that initial price tag where it's going to be a shortfall of, uh, what was it, uh, $375 million. Well, it could have been way shorter than that.
1: Well, then it's good to be rich. Yeah, I, I, I guess. It's, it's good to have uh, a big stash of money that uh, enables you to withstand this kind of crisis, I suppose. I mean, even though, as you were talking about, some of the individuals affected by this uh, could have been way worse. But for them, it is still stings, stings big time. So we'll see how some of those schools are able to get by. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's. It's good to have that as you called it a war chest.
0: Well, you know, if they were compensating football and basketball players, they probably wouldn't have that war chest and then, <laughs> oh, you oh, know, and then right? who suffers? Okay. Who suffers okay. from events like this, Gordon? You know, the okay. javelin team. They're the I ones. hate <laughs> amateurism. Pay those college athletes. The the swim team suffers. You know, the water polo team suffers. Oh, brother. <laughs> You're going to blame all that. <laughs> here they're able to set some money aside so when something like this oh, happens oh, they're oh. able to to make oh. it so that weber state can oh, keep the lights please. on man
1: that's, oh, <laughs> and in the meantime all of those administrators and all of those coaches and all those people on the inside are completely lining their pockets with all kinds of goodies
0: Okay, Bernie Sanders, let's settle down. <laughs> I, I like it that the Olympic sports are allowed to exist. I yeah, know, yeah, I know you don't. You don't, you don't have, I know you you're want to
1: blame it. You're going to blame everything on the, on the athletes. I know you on, want on, on this, on the poor student athletes. You're going to blame everything on them. Meanwhile, just think about what that war chest would look like right now. If everybody weren't, wasn't dipping into it the way they were. You know, all the people who are never hurt by anything and they're not hurt by this because they already have a bank full of money.
0: I don't know what who these fictional people are you're talking about, Gordon, but I like the big sky to have a women's soccer program. (laughs) If you, oh, you them, know if, if you want you know them if you want exactly to, who I'm talking about. If you want them to to shutter the uh the women's soccer program then then you you go ahead and have that be your stance. Me personally, I think there's uh, benefit from those uh, men listen, and women who get college scholarships to set them up in life doing something they love. I don't want to take I don't want to take that away from people Gordon does.
1: <laughs> listen to Jake up on the pulpit there banging away blaming everything on the prospect of having to pay student athletes meanwhile all the coaches all the ads all the institutions are loading up big time and no word spoken about them
0: who's who's this loading up big time I bet you talk to uh, uh, well let's see what's a what's a good random conference out there, the Sun Belt. I bet you talk or maybe a basketball only conference, Gordon. the Horizon League. I doubt they're exactly rolling in it. In fact they're seriously gonna feel the pinch from even getting wait, wait, a little wait, wait, bit less.
1: Wait. Doesn't Butler play in the horizon league. What do you think the head coach at Butler makes?
0: I don't know actually.
1: A whole lot more than his student athletes do.
0: Head basketball coach at Butler Salary, hold on, Gordon. Hold I the phone.
1: The, I know the tennis coach at Butler. He, he probably doesn't make a whole lot. Well,
0: know. the average Butler University salary for an assistant head basketball coach is forty-seven grand. That's not terrific. What is it for the head coach? I don't know. Hold on. Hmm. That's just the first thing that popped up. Anyway, carry on over there, Gordon.
1: No, I just am responding that you're th- th- you're dumping everything on the prospect of the athletes getting a little something. Meanwhile, you're forgetting about. All those who. I'm just saying that that it it was good
0: that the NCAA had the means to be prepared, and actually, a. I you know I bring this stuff up to get at you a little bit but in, in all seriousness I I do think that the in athletic pro, uh, programs at some of these schools that depend on this funding from the NCAA men's basketball tournament I, I do I think it's really important and I I hope that you know these athletic programs like at Weber State and Southern Utah there they're just closest to us so I'm just using them as an example you know I I want them to continue to thrive and they're they're reliant on this money Gordon, and it's going to be shorter this year, then that's, that's going to cost some folks, either student athletes or staff or whatever, that's going to cost people opportunities in the coming year. And that stinks.
1: Yes, uh, I, I agree with that. And uh, But this is uh, these are the times in which we're living right now. I, uh, I don't have the answers for it, uh, but I certainly hope everyone can hang in there for a time uh, before things return to some degree of normalcy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I suppose. But I think this could have been a lot worse. I, I don't applaud the NCAA often, Gordon. But in this case, the, it seems like they'd had with the insurance policy and kind of that reserve fund, they're going to uh, they're going to mitigate some of this damage. And again, the you know, like Ohio State, they don't care. Right, most of their revenue isn't coming from men's basketball tournament money anyway. Most of their revenue is coming from the the television deal that they have uh, as part of their conference, or is coming from the gate because they're selling crazy amounts of tickets, um, you, you know, or is coming from the payouts from bowls or making a college football bowl playoff or all these revenue sources that uh, that these big time programs have. Whereas the smaller D one programs are the ones that are really hurt from this. So I, I don't I'm not feeling bad for Mark Harlan. Uh, up there on the hill at utah uh you know i'm i'm feeling more badly for the southern utahs of the world yes here here
1: absolutely 100 percent.
0: and, and, that, uh, and you to know, your point those head coaches are not making uh, millions of dollars
1: well i don't know what they're making but they're making more than uh, the guy who's delivering your mail
0: true and uh it hey as they're keeping the mail going. That's very important in times like these. Shout out to the good folks out there delivering the mail. Man, there are all kinds.
1: There are there are all kinds of people out there right now working who, uh, who are doing essential services, who are, are far from filthy rich, and they're out there doing their jobs right now in in, in pressure-packed, difficult situations. So. Shout out to all those folks.
0: Yeah, no doubt. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Uh, again, if you have not seen Gordon's column, it is up upsltrib.com. Uh, make sure, uh, get a, get on there and read it. It, it was a, a good column, Gordon. Just uh, I was teasing you earlier, but just because I don't agree doesn't make it not a good column. So, sltrib.com, Make sure and get on there and check it right. out.
1: And Jay Kuh knows, I may change my mind next week. Uh, you know, I already changed it once. How we doing? How we looking? Uh, how we feeling? How we like when you look in the mirror, Jake? Is uh, is uh, are are a few extra pounds coming on, or are less pounds being there, or what? What effect is this time in your house uh, having
0: on you? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't weighed myself in, <laughs> in quite some time. I'm not.
1: I'm not saying to just uh, be absolutely fixated on this sort of thing. Because uh, one of my daughters is really into intuitive eating, and you eat what your body tells you to eat and and all that. But it just seems like when people are cooped up in their house and the refrigerator is right there, uh, sometimes it calls your name.
0: You've been binging on the cheese, huh? You feeling guilty?
1: (laughs) Actually, I haven't had much cheese lately. Uh, Don't know why. I just haven't. been eating a lot of soup.
0: Stay tuned. It is the big show, (laughs) 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.